Hey, Long Island Ladies Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Just let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Long Island Ladies Podcast. I'm here with my fabulous friend and co-host, Andrea. Hey, guys. This week, we're going to be talking about all the do's and don'ts in dating and relationships. Uh, But before we get into our topic of the week, we figured that we thank all our viewers for listening last week. Mm -hmm. We definitely appreciate the feedback. We definitely got a lot of positive feedback, and we are so glad that you are enjoying the podcast. So... Uh, what's been going on this week? How's your week been going? It's been long. It's been a long, it's been a long, <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Working just a lot. So, yeah, but I'm glad it's Friday. Any, yeah, I know. I feel like the week went, itself went quick, but the days just felt really long. Yeah, I, I felt I like the dark my, circles under my eyes right, to prove the, it. I gotta say, my days, I feel like, not that my days have been going by fast, but I feel like the hours are long and the day, that's right, the hours are long, but the days are fast. That's mm-hmm. what I meant to say. But it's, yeah, I'm still, definitely, I still feel a little off. You know, I'm, I'm going to feel that way probably for a while. Yeah. But um, in TV, I did you, I don't know if you saw or heard about uh, the HBO uh, movie Bad Education with um, I've heard about Hugh it. Jackman. Because so, somebody yeah. that I know went to high school during that time. So, right. But I haven't not And Harry it. went to high school during that time, too. And I spoke to him about it, and he said that, he was like he couldn't like he was like yeah. I remember when it happened. We I was sitting in high school still, and um, so the movie we're talking about is called Bad Education. It was an uh, HBO movie. It's about um, two administrators from the Roslyn School District that had stolen like around eleven million dollars from the district. They were they were gonna build some sort of Scott like some sort of like. Um, I forgot what it's called, like a sky walkway, you know, mm-hmm. like from one building to the next, and okay, it's like yeah. kind of like a bridge. Yeah. So they were basically using the school's credit cards and saying that the, it was for the skywalk, oh. mm-hmm. and they were using it to, you know, purchase like tickets to go to the Bahamas and, <laughs> you know, go on and, you know, go on lavish vacations. And this one woman ended up purchasing like um, a Hamptons home, and she wanted to get it refurbished and get it all redone and put an extension on it and she bought jet skis and then she actually had gotten a credit card in her son's name with the Roslyn School District on the bottom of the oh. like of the card and like how they caught on to it is that he went to a whole bin, whole different bunch of um Home Depots and like Ace Hardware's and um the people were like what is this like grown ass man buying like a whole bunch of like personal like supplies Mm -hmm. and having the personal supplies delivered to a Hamptons address and that's how they caught on and um it's really good I think Hugh Jackman and Allison Janning they did a terrific 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 job 
Yeah. So it was good. That. that was like one of my the the one big highlight of my week. Yeah. Because otherwise <laughs> I had like nothing else, you know. You're right. But I really enjoyed that. And then um, I saw in celebrity news that Kristen Cavallari and her husband Jay Cutler, uh, after ten years of marriage, are filing for divorce. And I don't know if I have any like Hills fans out there or Laguna Beach fans or very Cavallari fans or whatever. But I love, love, love her stuff. She's got that uncommon James brand. And it's like she's got cookbooks and she sells. Yeah. Um, I wonder, do you think it was because of their, her TV show or their TV show? Well, a lot of people, you know, suspected that. Um, I definitely have a statement. I know there was like a few things that people... Uh, had sent me about it. She's like, uh, Kristen Cavallari accuses a estranged husband, Jay Cutler, of misconduct in divorce filing. And then the star claims that the former football player, her husband, mm-hmm. is guilty of such inappropriate marital conduct as renders further in cohabitation unsafe and improper for children. Huh. Which, to me, I... W- they now I know like because I watch very Cavallari. Yeah, I don't watch they that. live um, in Nashville, like very rural, you know, very yeah. open land. They have horses and the whole yeah. bit. And I on the show, but you know how reality show works. Yeah. You know, um, he seems like a really good father, and he's a retired football player, and he's with the kids ninety percent of the time. I think on this show because I know her TV show is more or less based on her business you know her um uncommon james business with Mm -hmm. the jewelry and she's got i know she sells like baby clothes and all sorts of stuff so it's like a it's almost like a pottery barn with jewelry okay but it's it's her stuff is good i like her stuff it's very good quality um but um yeah i just uh i feel really bad i always thought they were like a really good match and i know there was a time when she wasn't working and he was just, you know, he was more of the breadwinner. I think what I think the reason why my personal opinion is because now the tables have turned and everything has shifted yeah. where she's more or less the breadwinner and he's home like being a house husband. Right. You Which know, a lot of guys, unfortunately. Right. Not cool with. Yeah. So she's asking for primary custody of their three children and child support. With the separation date listed as April seventh, so they even though they had just announced yeah, their they've been they, yeah separate. they've been separated and they had just gotten home, they had literally just went away. I think they went to Cancun or something not that long ago, right before we went into quarantine. Uh-huh. So I'm I guess that was like a, a hail mary base is you know what they yeah. call it now. Um, so Kristen filed for divorce on uh, irreconcilable differences as well as inappropriate inappropriate in marital conduct and jay is requesting joint custody of their kids with the separation date of april 21st so it's not yeah yeah you know they're both saying something different um the reality star announced their split sunday after seven years of marriage two days after they both filed for divorce oh they're their shock divorce announcement comes after cheating rumors plagued their latest season of the reality show Very Cavallari. Oh, right, right, right. So I, did, I don't even watch the show, and I so yeah, it they, was her friend, right? That he supposedly yeah. Worked. So her, so she, her best friend, um, that's on the show, 
there was like a whole bunch of rumors mm-hmm. that that they were hooking up behind the scenes or whatever. Gotcha. But the problem, so Kristen didn't stop talking to her because of that. It was because, you know, she was her friend. Why didn't you come to me, you know, about these rumors? It, you know, yeah. it's almost like she, you know, this friend of hers was kind of guilty. It was like almost as soon as these rumors got out, she separated separated herself from Kristen. So she, she made guilty. herself look guilty is what I'm saying. Um, and that's what bothered Kristen. Even though she felt in her heart it wasn't true that mm-hmm. her and Jay didn't, like, hook up. But still, like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But it's unfortunate. My thoughts and my prayers go out to their family and their three kids. And I feel it's very unfortunate. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our do's and don'ts for relationships and dating. Hey guys, and we are back. So we're going to get into tonight's topic, which is all about the do's and don'ts in relationships and dating. So um, I had asked some of our viewers to send us some of your feedback on what are your some some of your do's and don'ts in relationships. So I'm just going to read off a few and we'll get into it. So the number one I got, the number one one I got was treat them the way you did at the start if you don't want to see it end. Like, the way that you yeah. start the relationship should always be that way. Just, you know, just because you've been together for so many years doesn't yeah. mean that it should get lackadaisical. I can kind of agree yes and no to that. Because certain things, especially if you have been with a person for as long as... Like, Chris and I have been together. Dating 10 years. Right. Going on married to living together 8. Mm-hmm. And friends for 17. So, so they've been together basically their whole lives. Yeah, we've literally known each other basically our whole lives. So in the beginning, we were also young, and now we're, you know, adults. Um, so I I understand what they mean, like, you know, you need to still put effort in. And, right. You know, I completely agree with that. Right. But you are going to grow as people over time, and, you know, things change. Right. So yes and no. I mean, yes. I still feel like... When you go into this re- relation, when you get into this relationship, you always have really high expectations, and that and that's great. But I know, I don't know what what it is. I just I honestly feel like the expectations start to like, I would not want to say dwindle, but like, whatever you all the things that you wanted before, yeah, or the things that you got in the relationship before that was satisfying mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And then all of a sudden it goes away. You know, a lot of people stay in the relationship. Right. Because it's comfortable. Oh, yeah. And that's fine. But, like, you still want the... You still want some sort of spark. You still want something. Definitely. So, I mean, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you do get into a routine and, you know... So, you do have to... You have to be, like, you know, aware of that. Mm -hmm. But, like I'm saying, you're... You grow, and the things that matter to you in the beginning of relationships, sometimes, then they just seem silly. Like, right. the more you, you know, love the person, and or grow to love the person and grow together, 
Right. You know, especially, or the opposite where, like, something that may have bothered you about the person, like, when Chris and I first moved in together, you know what I mean? Like, you learn a lot about a person living together, so, but the more you live together and cohabit, like, coexist, cohabitation, yeah, then you realize, like, okay, that's silly, like, they're little things that it's not worth, like, arguing over and stuff like that, and then, right. So, you just make it work. Um, The next one is, don't take them for granted. When someone becomes a part of your routine, it's easy to forget what it's like before they came into the picture. And you get comfortable. Which is Mm kind of like what we were talking about. So, I mean... some I will admit, sometimes I do take dirt for granted. I do. Mm -hmm. But... And I know it. And like... But... There are times where I'm like, all right, I have to be more mindful. Like, I can't just yeah. keep doing, I can't keep, okay, I know he's going to do this. I know he's going to do X, Y, and Z, so why bother even doing That's me basically taking advantage and taking him for granted. Right. So I just, I feel like I got to start being a little more mindful. And I know I get into, like, a rut. And more and more recently, a lot of people, it's not just me in general, right. but it's just a lot of people are, like, in a rut and they're, you know, taking their spouses or whatever for granted. So, I mean, it's um, it's a challenge. It is. It's a challenge for me. Yeah. No, most people. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it says you get used to the things. You get a lot, you get used to a lot of things, and then you, um, you have to learn to appreciate it. You know, I just have to, I have to learn to appreciate, like, the, like today, yeah. Like, I, I had said to him, don't cook because we're going to get sushi tonight. Right. And then he was just like, see, you're not appreciating the fact that I'm trying to save you some money right now considering <laughs> you're not working. Yeah. So, it's just... Um, Which, by the way, do you want to do sushi tomorrow? <laughs> we could do sushi tomorrow. But, but, you don't, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, I'm trying to, like, listen, he's like, you can't get upset with me. I'm trying to do something nice for you, you know, just yeah. appreciate what I'm trying to, you know, do for you. Another one is do learn to compromise when needs be. Learn just to say yes without anything following it. You'll avoid silly fights. Yeah. I mean, anyone that knows Chris questions how I <laughs> tolerate him for the most part because mm-hmm. he of just because of his personality. Right. Um and I think we used to fight way more often and we still, you know, do occasionally. Um but I realize that I, he also has an opinion. Chris is the type of person that very rarely opens up about his emotions, talks about his emotions, or has an opinion about anything. He just he does. Lets, he lets me just, like, do what I want to do and, like, say what I want to say and really has no opinion about it. So I forget sometimes that he also has feelings, too, and I need to understand his point of view before I freak out so I really really try sometimes it just doesn't happen you know um but I really really try and as we've you know grown through the years like I try to think of his side first before I freak out and that's been very very helpful and I I've told my other guy friends this when they get into fights with their girlfriends same thing like you need to really think from the other person's point of view before you react right it's not always easy 
it's not always possible. You know, sometimes you just are so angry. You right. They things. always say you have to, like, sit and marinate it on, on it for, like, a so, minute. Because, like, because you, because I, my initial, my reaction is always to, like, are you really going to go there? And, like, right. I harp on him. Right. And it's, it's, now that I've been with Sean for four years, it's like, okay, let me take a breather. He's right. in a really funky-ass mood. Let him do what he has to do. I want to do what I have to do. We'll come back to it. We'll talk about it. And there'll be some sort of compromise. And also, Chris does not respond to yelling. Some guys just don't. Like, he'll completely tune me out. Right. You know? So, there's no point of yelling at him. Right. Zero. So, I do the opposite. I just don't talk to him. And it's so hard for me. That's how I know it's, like, true love. Because... Even when I'm so mad at him, like, want to strangle him, I want him to still be next to me. That's so nice. Like, I could want to kill him, but I still want him, like, next to me. Mad at him, not talking to him, but next to me. Right, still next to you. But they always say, don't go to bed angry. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, finish out, like, you got to finish, whatever the problem is, talk it out, finish it out, try to make peace, don't. Don't go to bed upset because yeah. then it carries into the next day and then it tends to fester. I just, I usually give him the silent treatment, which he loves <laughs> when I stop talking <laughs> to him. All men love that. They're and like, then, oh God, she's quiet for a while. But, a, you know, then he's like, but I don't cook him dinner or anything like that. And then he's like, yeah. oh wait. Now she's really pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she really means business. And then he'll come down and try to like smooth things over, but. This is a good segue into the next one. Do learn to pick your battles wisely. And I've always said that. Always yeah. pick and choose your battles. That I've, oh, I've said that since the beginning of time. I've said that for a long time because I've learned being married, going through a divorce, learning to, and now being in this new relationship, I've learned through this transition that you got to really pick and choose your battles because... Are you really going to fight with, like, you know, are you going to really fight with your spouse or your significant other over the most stupidest thing? It could be over, like, a paint yeah. color. You know, right, like, yeah, com- yeah. like you said, right. back to the other one, compromise. you right. got to, like, you got to meet somewhere in the middle, yeah. you know? It's not really worth the argument. It really isn't. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you will get to a point where you're like, okay, we're going to meet somewhere in the middle. This perfect example is last, no, yeah. So in 2018, Chris and I got married, mm-hmm. and maybe not even four weeks before our wedding, he quit his job. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember could that. not believe that he, I understand he hated, he was miserable at his job, I understand they were not a good company to work for, I get it, but it just put so much more stress, so after the wedding, you know, the holidays and everything... And he was set out. He wanted to, you know, ha- do his own business. He doesn't have that personality to have his own business. He really doesn't. He's he's got to be a salesman. He's, he's really not that type a, of person. An, he's fantastic guy. at his what, when he applies himself. He's mm-hmm. fantastic. But right, he's just getting him motivated. Forget it. So, I but I said to myself early on, what am I going to do? Uh, am I going to argue with him every single day about? getting up and doing something, going to work or figuring something out, you know, or am I just going to be supportive and be happy and do my own thing because I can't control him. 
Yeah, you can't control and us. I, you can't. Uh, and I can't. I really have no control over his. He needed to figure out on his own that he doesn't have that personality. It just doesn't work. Right. So he needed to figure that out on his own. So I said to myself, well, I can either let this ruin our marriage and be miserable, or I can just choose to let him figure it out, not worry about it, not worry about our next step, our next goal, and just be happy in the moment and enjoy that. Right. And honestly, that was the best decision that I've ever made because anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge control freak. But last year, I grew so much with just being like teaching myself how to let go. Yeah. <laughs> and not like control, Elsa and let it go. Not control every situation and just be happy in the moment. Because I realized when you're like so focused on like, okay, the next thing, next thing, next thing, mm-hmm. time goes by even faster. Right. So you, you're never actually enjoying being in the moment. No, you have to enjoy the moment. So that was what 2019, it was a weird year. I'm not going to lie. Chris finally got, got motivated, motivated and got, you know, got a job and now he's got a fantastic job and we're super lucky, but he needed to go through that and I needed to go through that. And I'm glad that I, you know, chose happiness over being miserable and arguing with him because people would say all the time, how are you just letting him do this? How are you just letting him do this? And I'm like, he's a grown up. I'm a grown up. He's got, you know, he's he a grown man. To he's got to do it himself. You can't push him. The more you push him, right. it's almost like the more you tell him, you have to do this. You have oh, to do yeah. that. Yes, yes, yes. Chris you is do the this, most this. stubborn. They, it's almost person. like they do the opposite. They yeah. do the total opposite. So that is my biggest takeaway from last year was really learning how to not be, you know, have to be in control of everything and just look forward to. Being in the moment and not looking for, okay, what do I have to do now? What's next? Right. So, and put that pressure, you know, on myself. Another one that somebody sent in was, don't ever stop surprising them. Don't stop trying to keep things exciting, keeping the flame lit, which we were talking about before. Right. It's very important to keep things, like you said, you get into a rut and we understand that and that's just, and that's normal. But it's it's nice to just be like, hey, we're going to, you know what, get dressed. We're going to go to the movies. We're going to go right. do this. We're going to do that. You yeah. know, it's nice. You got to keep the spark alive. It's very, it it's important. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I we get life, you know, life is hard. Things getting, thing, everybody gets busy. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's important that um, you try to surprise your spouse. Yeah. It's nice. Even if you, even if you've been working all day, you come home. You bring home a dozen roses, something, flowers, well, anything. Chris is not romantic. <laughs> I love him, but I let him get away with too many things when we were younger that, like, you know, he just didn't, never had to romance me, pretty much. So, I, he doesn't do shit when it comes to that. <laughs> he really doesn't. He has maybe surprised me, like, twice in our whole And the whole entire time we've been together? Yeah. Because he's just not like that. But honestly, again, like... I'm the type of person where he has tried to surprise me, like, with gifts and stuff when we started first dating, but he doesn't have that great of taste. Or I should say it's just not Is my... Is that why Jared helps him when they, when they do Christmas Yeah, maybe. Shopping? But, so it, maybe it's, <laughs> like, it's not necessarily bad taste. It's just not my taste. So, and I'm very honest and open. I think that, honestly, is what does help Chris and I. We say whatever we want to say to each other. We're incre- incredibly open and okay. honest. And especially with like with gifts. Like if he 
gave me something, you know, I was like, meh. So he just was like, you pick it up. And I am that type of person that I'm picky like that. So, so I just rather so pick out my own I stuff. Tell, I tell Sean, like, I really like those, you know, those uh, those Apple Pods. I think that's something that I'd like for my birthday. And I'll say it maybe once or twice. Yeah. I'll never say it again. Thinking maybe he didn't hear me. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, they showed up at the front, my front door for my oh, birthday. No. So I thought that was good. And then yeah, that is good. I said one time, I said he, and then there was one time he had said something about like, what do you, what are, you know, I kind of want to know what's on your Christmas list this year. And I said something. Um, Chris will ask me like Christmas Eve. So what do you want for Christmas? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, really I remember good. there was one time they, the, the two of them went to like the mall like a week before Christmas. And yeah. I'm like, way to be. Late shoppers, no, nothing's gonna be around. But I, I said said something up to the effect of like I really like Burgundy Doc Martens, not thinking that like, short like I was like that's on my Christmas list. But I gave I I sent out that list to everybody. So I'm 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 wondering who's gonna get me Burgundy Doc Martens. So sure enough, Sean got them for me, not thinking like again he was listening. But everybody else got the hint that I wanted a weighted blanket, and I ended up with five weighted blankets <laughs> yeah. for Christmas this year. So, well, have you ever seen my Christmas list that I make? How no. detailed they are! They have pictures no. and websites and no. sizes and colors and prices. And then I, you know, I give one to my parents. I give one to my mother-in-law. And Chris, I usually print it out and put it on the fridge. Chris so he sees and he doesn't notice. No, he doesn't notice. He doesn't. I only say things. I only. I feel like ninety percent of the time I'll say it once or maybe twice at the at the max, and I never think that Sean's listening. But he really does listen, and it's very. And I. I get happy. It's kind of like surprising. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I ruin. I yeah, no. I ruin my own surprise. I ruin my own engagement. I ruined that surprise. I knew he was going to propose. I was, I, like, that was I was so I mad that at myself. Was a surprise. No, and he knew that I knew because of how I reacted, but. Yeah, I I'm just why because you weren't gonna show up at that show up at that thing. No, I was gonna show up. No, I just like I don't know. I was either oh he was like oh you know text someone from my phone. So I was texting on his phone, and my mom had texted him that like because they were talking about the ring and like where they were gonna do it and blah blah blah. And I saw that text message, and I was so pissed. I was like, mother. Fucker, <laughs> like You're I like, just, you know, and I ruined it, and then I, you know, I cried. Did you pretend all, like you didn't know when he? Proposed? He knew right away. Damn. Because, and I was just disappointed that I ruined that surprise for myself because I like cried then. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, and then I didn't cry, like at the moment. You know, oh. like yeah, I'm just I'm an ass and I ruin surprises for myself because I just always need to know what's going on. I know. I'm if that's like, the that's the control that's yeah, that's the control exactly. freaking. So, I get it. Yeah. You're trying to but control learning, everything. Trying I know. To stop. So, yeah. Um we'll do one more and then we'll take a quick break. Uh the next one is do have realistic expectations of them. Think about the things you ask them. Is it realistic or sometimes fantasy? You know? Mm-hmm. You know, reverse the roles and think if they were demanding as much from me as I could handle it or could I do that Chris gets by doing the bare minimum and he knows it and I let him get away with it too because I again I'm the type of person that just rather do things myself so if I have to ask him to do something which I try not to 
because I don't even want to have an argument about it because he's, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. For the most part, like, you know, if I really needed him to do something, he would do it for me. But mm-hmm. that, but I'm just, all, I've, I've always been like that. I was raised like that. You do it yourself. You figure mm-hmm. it out yourself. You know, I'm very thankful for my parents for teaching me, like, how to do pretty much everything. That's good. Yeah. You know? I never, I don't think I really, my parents were not like that with me, my sister. It was kind of like when I got married, it's like when I right. got married, it was basically, I was like thrown into the deep end of the pool <laughs> and I basically had yeah. to learn everything. As soon as, like the day I moved out mm-hmm. was the day I had to learn how to, I mean, I knew how to do laundry and stuff, yeah. but I never cooked a day in my fucking life. I barely yeah. knew how to boil water, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh well, I guess uh, takeout is going to be my best friend and I'm just going right. to learn to make it presentable and <laughs> plate it basically, yeah. so... Yeah, no, I'm very thankful That's for that. Good. So I can, you know, for the most part, I don't have to ask, you know, so I'm very thankful. Like the other day, bored in quarantine. How many times did I move the furniture by myself? I know. I carried a piece of a couch up the stairs by myself. Chris was home, but I don't even bother asking him because I could do it myself. So I just think it's silly. Like I see a lot of people, and it drives me nuts, when like a wife or whatever is nagging a husband about to doing some when like to do something for them when they mm-hmm. can easily just get up and do it themselves. themselves and I'm like it just irks me but that's just me there's other you know you can't judge somebody else's relationship you can't compare anyone else's relationship because they're always so different and you know each relationship works differently but it does it irks me a little bit I'm just I in my head I'm just like get up and do it yourself <laughs> I know I had very low expectations going into my relationship with Sean. I really wasn't expecting a lot because yeah. I think I was in the mindset of I don't want to be in a relationship. I just want to, you know, date yeah. and see what, you know, because I was coming off. I had, by that point, I was separated a year. So I felt like I was still coming off of a marriage. I wasn't even legally divorced yet. I wasn't, yeah. I was just maybe just legally separated. So, um, I, I was still in the mind frame of, like, I want to, you know, go out, date, experience life a little bit, see yeah. what else is out there. I had very low expectations of Sean. And not nothing, you know, it wasn't like it was him. It was just, like, I wasn't expecting too much. Because right. a lot of the guys I had dated before Sean were, like, you know, not that they were losers or anything like that. Or they were just, you know, not interesting or anything of that. Yeah. It, it's just that... I think I had put, you know what, it's the energy that you put out. So I felt right. like I wasn't really putting out that energy or putting out those vibes, I should say, uh, that I wanted, you know, X, Y, and Z. So maybe that's why I got what I got in right. return. Yeah. But with Sean, I kind of like, was like, I threw out the towel and I was just like, let's just see what happens. I'm going to have low expectations. Let's see what happens. And surprisingly... He he surprised me. So I wasn't expecting him to show up at my job with a tray full of bacon and eggs (laughs) and all that stuff um, the first time I ever met him. But it was nice. And then it went on from there. And I wasn't expecting to be in a relationship with him, but it grew into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And it was nice. And, and, you know, I wasn't, like I said, in the beginning, I wasn't, I felt like, all right, well, I wasn't in the mind. I wasn't in the mind frame or the mindset to be into in a committed relationship, but I guess I let my guard down and I'm just like, hey, let's see what happens, you know? Yeah. But it was nice, so. And look, we're here, you know, four years later, yeah. so we're, there you go. Yeah. 
But um, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back with more do's and don'ts of relationships next. Do you love your pet as much as I do? Well, I hope you do. I love to spoil Cody with everything. And with bandanas for Buddy, you can do that. Not only do they have things for your pet, but they have things for pet parents too. So go to bandanasforbuddy.com and use my promo code LizzieLive20 for 30% off your first purchase. That's bandanasforbuddy.com. Promo code L-I-Z-Z-Y-L-I-V-20 for 30% off your first purchase today. are back all right we're gonna get into more of the do's and don'ts in relationships and dating so we left off at do have realistic expectations of them realistic expectations of them sorry um the next one would be don't let feelings and emotions build up when you let negative feelings build up, what happens is it all comes out later on. Right. Which is very true. Yeah. And it happens in every single relationship. Right. And even with mine, like I said before, I try, you know, to let things go and not, you know, harp on things and I rather do things myself. But then, you know what, there are plenty of times when I just turn around and I'm like, can't you just fucking do something? Right. You know? I'm the same way. So... But, you know, I do. I let him get away with doing almost nothing. So it's not all his fault because usually I just do it. So he is used to me just taking care of everything. But still, like, you're the, you know, man in the relationship. I know this is 2020 and things are, you know, different. But still, like, when did it become the woman's responsibility to do everything? Right. And I know, like, so many other people... I had that conversation with you not that long ago. Yeah. Like, I'm not your wife, and I'm not your mother, and I'm not, I'm you know, I'm not your slave either. I feel like what came with, like, women's equality and women empowerment was also, like, the men of this generation kind of t- were like, all right, go for it. You do you, and I'm just not going to do anything. So w- women used to do everything... As it was, besides... That's what that show I was telling yeah. you about on Bes- FX. Yeah. You have to watch it so, so good. They literally would run the household and do all that stuff. Right. And now, you know, now their careers and education is... And, you know, and and still ha- doing all that other stuff on top of it. Right. And then you see this generation of men not... I mean, and not all. Don't want to be discriminative. But, but a lot of them are just taking a back seat and not doing anything. Right. And that's not right either. They work and come home. And we and feel then... like the women feel like the men in the relationship. I, I don't feel th- like the man in the relationship. I'll say that. I, I, I know so many people that have said that to me. They're just like, you know, that feel like that they are, you know, they're bringing in the money and they're doing, you know, running the household and they're doing, taking care of the kids. And, and it's like, well, what is he doing? No, I understand. So, I would, would, what was that phrase that I said before? House husband? House husband. Yeah. And, like, I am the type of person also, besides me liking to do things, like, my own way and just getting it done. But I don't mind doing that. Like, I'm kind of old-fashioned in that way where, okay, if Chris is working, he's bringing home money, 
I don't mind, like, doing his laundry, doing the dishes, taking care of all the housework because, you know, he's out, he's working, like, and I enjoy, like, cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. I but don't. I'm not that person. I like it. That's good, though. But occasionally, it would be nice, like, when he wasn't working, like, it would be nice when I'm working a 12-hour day and he's not working at all, cook for fucking dinner. Yeah. Take out the garbage. Well, that's why I'm doing it now because I have nothing, you know, obviously I'm yeah. not working, you know. But, like, there there was a point where I was working and I wasn't coming home until 7, 7.30 at night, you know. Mm-hmm. And Sean's home already. He's been home for the last three-something mm-hmm. hours. Like, why aren't you doing, you know, why aren't, you know, why are you looking to me to right. do dinner at 7.30 at night? Yeah. Why don't you, like, you've, you've been, been home. home this whole entire time. What have you been doing? Video games. Okay, right. we get it. We I know you want to, like, de-stress. Really, you know, you know ob- yeah, obviously, de-stress. But, like, three hours in front <laughs> yeah. of the computer or in front of your TV, it's like, ugh. I don't know. Yeah. But it, and he's a fabulous cook. He's more yeah. the domestic person than I am. I right. mean, I'm, you know, he doesn't do the laundry. I always do the laundry. I'm the one who's always making the bed and cleaning the bathroom and mopping the floors and doing the kitchen and all that other shit. But, like, you know, I said to Sean the other day, and this really, he he had said something snarky after, and I was just like, you know, let, let's not, because just because I've been out of work the last five, six weeks yeah. doesn't give you the right. It, it wasn't my choice. I would love to go back to work. But clearly, this, you know, the circumstances are still, they are what they are, and yeah. we can't go back anytime soon. So, um, well, what, are you, what are you doing all day? You might, you, you know, you right. might as well cook dinner. I'm like, huh. first of all, you don't even like my fucking cooking. Right. You, I so think why every, are you asking me to cook? Yeah. So why are you asking me? Number one, 90% of the time you like doing it and you enjoy it. But like when I was working, you never, ha- you know, it, yeah, it just pissed me off. I, his nasty, like the little side, it's the, yeah. more or less a side He's remark. Passive aggressive. Yes. Passive aggressive. That's yeah. the word. I can't with that. That bothers me. Yeah. Just say what you gotta say. You know what I mean? Like, don't be with the little remarks, with the half ass. No, problems. it's just like, well, and it's like constant. And then when you finally do something, like, you do something nice and you're mm-hmm. like, hmm. Let me just, you know, let me go ahead and go clean your fucking toilet. Let me go ahead and clean your fucking shower, you know? Yeah. It's your toilet too, woman. And I'm like, we, I understand that. But, like, do you think that I want to sit and spend my whole entire afternoon scrubbing the fucking bathroom floor and cleaning the, and cleaning the fucking toilet and bleaching the shower? Do you think I want to do that? There's other things that I, I could be... I could be getting, I mean, I'm trying to get on unemployment. That's, you know, obviously that's the number one thing, but it's difficult, um, you know. And I said, I could be, look, right now I could be, I should be looking for a job is what I really should be doing because clearly unemployment sucks right now. Nobody's getting anything. Nobody's getting any of their money. I need to do something. I can't keep doing this. I'm on my, I'm on my reserves. Mm -hmm. I have two months worth of reserves left and that's it. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty tapped. Yeah, I'm pretty tapped out. But, like, you know, and then Sean comes home. What did you do all day? <laughs> what did you do today? Well, I mean, besides the fo- staring at the four fucking walls, <laughs> I did X, Y, and Z. And then, oh, and then the kicker was I made a, a really nice, like, Italian zesty chicken um, 
chicken breast that I got. It was a skinny girl recipe I got off of Bethany Frankel's website. And he still had a fucking remark about it. So, you know what? I'm damned if I do yeah. and I'm damned if I don't. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm just, it's, it is what it is. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. So, the next one is, um, do allow yourself to be vulnerable. The only way to emotionally connect with somebody fully is to let them into every part of who you are. Yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. Chris knows me. That's the funny thing, too. Like, I sometimes I forget, like, how well he actually knows me because he doesn't do anything <laughs> to, like, make me think <laughs> that, you know? Like, but then there's certain things that he calls me out on, and I'm like, wow, holy shit, you do know me. Like, perfect example, someone gave me something once, and I'm not going to say what it is. It's just, like, a little gift, you know? And when, like, you know, I am cleaning up, I put things on the stairs that I have to go upstairs so I can carry it up. And it stayed there for, like, two days. And he made a comment, like, so, uh, why haven't you brought, brought that upstairs? You don't like it? And I was like, no, 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 I like it. And he was like, well, obviously you don't, because if you like something, it will be in the sp- like in a spot being used right away. And I just started mm-hmm. laughing because I was like, yeah, that's pretty much true, you know? And he also, he knows, like, that I'm not in a good mood or in a good headspace if, like, things are, because uh, I'm very, you know, usually neat. I mean, things are pretty crazy right now. But right. Um, if, like, the house is not, like, spick and span, he knows, he'll be like, are you okay? You know, because he just knows the house is, um, like, goes by my, per- like, my oh, that's emotion. Weird. So he'll be like... Really? He'll be like, you know, are you okay? Because he'll I notice, like... I feel like my house is just very lived in. Like, that, I yeah. always say it like that. Like, well, right now, because, especially because you're... I'm in the house. You're home. It's, and you know what? I said the other day to my, um, to my father, I had said... You think it's easy to clean a small house? It really isn't. I know it's like it's well, easier you don't to maintain, room to put stuff. but everything is on top of each other, right. so it makes it harder. Yeah, to clean. I agree. So I said to him, you know, you think it's easy, but it really isn't. It's like I'm constantly having to move something. I have mm-hmm. to move that little couch. I have to move that shelf. I have to. Yeah. I said to my father, I was like, I literally have to clear out that whole entire liquor area where the Tupperware is and everything. And, like, really get in there. I'm sure there's shit behind there that I don't even know about. And that's just a pain <laughs> in the ass. Like I have to, yeah. you know, I would be when spending the yeah. day doing that. Yeah. It's almost easier to clean a bigger house because you have more space. More space. Yeah, I agree. Because even this house, like, Chris was like, why does it take you all day to clean this house? And I was like, one, I clean it very thoroughly. And two, I don't know. <laughs> it just, you know, it just right. does. It just does. It's like, I could clean this house in five minutes. I was like, well, considering yeah, right. you're never going to do that, we'll never find out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, on the emotionally connected part, I feel like I'm pretty emotionally connected to Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you know when he's grumpy, like, I'm kind of, like, on edge just about, you know? Yeah. I would say that. There are times where I'm like, yeah, like... Dirt's not in the mood today. Like the day you asked to do a barbecue. Like yeah. Your dirt's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm making fried ravioli. And I'm like, and I'm like, he's just, he's not in the mood. And then that kind of, I don't know, it, we're connected in that way. It kind of brings down my demeanor also. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't really, you know, I don't know. 
But there are times where I'm like, listen, fuck up. I can't. You really have to stop. You're getting on my last fucking nerves with this <laughs> shit. Like, I'm, really. I can't. But I think, I like I said, I think it's because I've been home a lot. I'm yeah. not really doing much but besides cleaning. There's only so much, but like I said, so much you can clean. And it's just getting to the point where, like, I had said to him, I feel like your mother or, like, your wife. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like, not that I don't mind it, but it's just, like, this is not what I signed up for. I signed up to be your girlfriend. Yet, yeah. I live with you, so I don't know. It's like, I'm straddling that fine line right now. Yeah. And I don't know how to feel about it right now. I'm just, I had told Sean, like, I don't, I'm at a point in my life where it's, like, not your wife. But I feel like it. But I'm still your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm. But I still want to feel like your girlfriend. You know, I still want to be. Yeah. I don't know. I think like I think I'm way I'm thinking about it way too much just because I have way too much time on my fucking hands right That's now. That's very but, true. But what are you gonna do? Um, the next one is, don't put it all on them. If you're unhappy with something that they're doing, you need to tell them. Yeah. Definitely, but and like if I you're said, and if you're like if you're unhappy, well, what is this like? But you also have to be realistic and rational because I feel like there's plenty of times where, you know, I've heard, hearing either from my guy friends or from my girlfriends like their side of the issues that are going on in their relationship, and sometimes one thing is blown way out of proportion and since I'm a third party I see it more rationally than being okay. in it so you know yeah I don't I mean I don't know I don't know I just feel like this my my issue is um I do let dirt know when I'm unhappy. I do tell them, like, listen, I'm not happy with this, with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. We need to fix it and deal with it. I want to get it done and over with, and I'm not that kind of person. I'm, I, I'm one of those people that want to get it done and finish out the fight and just get it over with. Um, yeah, because you can't, back to the, that other question before, like, you can't keep things in. You just have to be open and honest right. and talk about it. He's that. not that way though. He like I told. Remember that one Chris time we like got that into either. that argue. We got into that big ass argument on our anniversary, and he took off for two hours, and he drove around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drove all he drove all the way out to fucking Riverhead. Like he's like one of those people that like I I get what he's trying to do. Like you want to sit, marinate it, think yeah. about what the argument really was about, right. was really bothering the person, but. You know, I I told him like I take it personally when you go out for those damn drives. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't, like, I'm, I feel like you're going, like, you're thinking about, I was like, I'm always thinking the worst. Right, and, yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. And I don't. But I think he's mostly just doing it for himself to, like, calm down. Calm down. Oh, that was a bit, that was, like, the worst fight I think we've ever had, because, like, he's never screamed. We're very, we'll have... We're pretty rough around the edges when we talk. Like, we're always, you know, we're pretty combative, but we're not, we're not, like, screamers. And that was the first time he's ever, like, really raised his voice. Raised his voice, yeah. And I screamed back at him, and then I ended up in tears. But that was, but that was a while ago, and you know what? I've learned from it, and it's, it's rough, it's hard, but you get through it, yeah. and, um, 
I let him know that I was un- unhappy with how this, you know, what the situation was. And, yeah. you know, I told him, you know, this needs to change and that needs to change. And he agreed. And, you know, he told me what, how his, what his feelings were. And we didn't, and I, like that thing was, what we said before about like, don't go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. We did talk about it before bed. So, and yeah. uh, it made things better. That's good. You know? Yeah. So, oh, this is a good, another good one. Do you give each other the space when you need it? Which is what we talk, it's yeah. kind of like a good transition. Absolutely. We give each other space all the time because I, I think it's super important to have, obviously, similar interests, but then things that you can do on your own. Like right. He always is like, oh, why don't you start playing video games? I'm like, no, that's your thing. Then, you, know? you know what's That's so funny? Sean said the same thing to me. He goes, well, I wish you were, like, a gamer. And I'm like... No. No. I like. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried to play Overwatch with him, and I just, like, I'm like a I don't, spaz. People are always saying, oh, he's... I mean, yes, he plays video games a lot. Right. But people are always like, tell him to, you know, uh, stop playing, or I, I would, you know, throw his computer out the window or something. I'm not going to tell really him to stop playing. I honestly don't mind. No, I don't mind Unless, the only time I The only time I mind is if we actually have to do something, and he's like, oh, let me just play one more game. But for the most part, hey, he's staying out of trouble. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not getting into he's anything. He's staying out of trouble up there, so I don't care. I'm like, eh, let him do that. But sometimes, like, if I'm also... Like an only child, so I was used to being by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I have a half brother and half sister, but they're much older and they never lived in my house. So um, I was brought up basically as an only child. Right. So I am fine on my own. I can entertain myself. I just you know I'll do whatever. Kind of like doing my own thing, like what right. we're doing right now. I don't know what they're doing over there, and yeah. you know. So I don't this mind. Is, it's nice. And Chris like goes on. Well, he did get that was one of the surprises that, in our ten years of being together, he surprised me with a bike for Christmas, which I was not. I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't even know. Either. I didn't. I ask, thought it was something yeah. else. Honestly, I didn't know what it was. But. He. I. I think he had said. I for some reason I felt like he had told me that it was a tennis bracelet. Oh, that's what I Maybe. wanted. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, because I had said, I think Andrew wants a tennis bracelet. And he was like, he never gets yeah. me. Exactly. It's fine. Not a big deal. But anyway, so the bike was a surprise. That's good. But, you know, like, and he goes and he does that. Like, I don't mind, like, if he goes and hangs out with the guys or whatever. You do you. Because, yeah. You ha- you cannot be up each other's butt 24-7 because you will constantly be bickering. Right. Constantly. So he does this thing. But sometimes, like... He'll play video games, and I'll go do a little, like, a puzzle or a craft on my, like, art table that's up there in his computer room. That's nice. And I wish I so was we're, like, like, sitting next to I each other, but like we're doing our own thing. Now, my I thing is, like, I binge watch my shows while he's playing his video yeah. games. That's, like, so, like, whatever he doesn't like to watch. We do have our shows together, but the shows that I like to watch that he doesn't care for mm-hmm. while he's playing his video, that's when I'll watch him. Yeah. So, otherwise. Chris will pretty much watch anything. He, that's good. He'll get sucked in. <laughs> he just sits and he gets sucked into things. So, my trick is usually, like, if we're about to, like, sit down and watch something, I'll have to already have it on. 
And then he'll sit down and he'll just automatically get sucked into it. It's his ADHD. And he'll just like sit the there. the same way. And he'll get distracted and I'll end up... I have to get sucked into Riverdale. That's how he... Yes, you do. That's how he's watched almost all of Glee with me. <laughs> I can't believe he's watched Glee. Yeah. You gotta get it. You guys have to watch Tiger King. You have to watch <laughs> Tiger King. I'm telling what you. What else? I want his... Because I think that like he would totally... He would think Joe Exotic is, like, next level. He is next level, but, I mean, like, it's just... The way these people operate in Oklahoma and Florida yeah. and North Car- South Carolina or whatever, they, you know, it's just insane, the Big Carol, but that's here or there. We'll talk about that another day. Yeah. But, like, he would like that show. He would definitely get sucked in. He would think that certain. whole situation He's super easy hilarious. like that. He would pretty much run. Right. It was the only thing I was... Have you seen the show, um... I forgot what her name is. That just went right out of my head. But whatever her name is, Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, Zoe's Extraordinary. Yeah. So it's a really cute show. I love musicals. Anything to do with music, I'm watching it. So (laughs) that was the one thing. He's watched it with me before, but I, like, tricked him into watching it the other night. And halfway through, he goes, he didn't realize what it was. And then they started singing. He goes, oh, not this again. <laughs> and then he got up because he Did was he like, get it confused with Glee? No, he wasn't sure. He you knew. You got me sucked into Shit's Creek. Yeah, Shit's Creek's That amazing. show is great. But, yeah, for the most part, he'll watch anything, so. Um, the next one is don't rely on them for your happiness. Yeah. Definitely. Your happiness has everything to do with you. You can't put that on them, which is very true. You have mm-hmm. to be happy with yourself before you can yeah. be happy with And that was literally what other. 2019 was about for me. Because I realized that Chris was going to do his own thing no matter what I did. No matter what you said. And I chose my own happiness over being miserable. Yeah. So many people in, in like in our family, his, his parents, you know, they were like, they probably thought I was crazy for just letting him do whatever he was doing. But... I was like, and the well, more what you would push do? him, he would probably not right. that he would resent you, but like, yeah, he would probably be doing. He would probably do because I noticed that like the more you tell them, this you got to do this, 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 right. yes, 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 they're more like no, 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 yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that, you know. So I did my own thing. Two thousand nineteen was a pretty good year, weird but pretty good year, and I think it was best for both of us that he. Did that, I did my thing, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Learned how to be happy. Happiness in is my key. Own. So I had to learn to make myself happy before I could even get into a relation, mm-hmm. like a really full on relationship. Yeah. Had to, I had to be happy with myself. Right. Because I was, you know. That's I number to, one. If you're yeah. not happy with yourself, that relationship's not lasting. But I had to learn. It took a while. It does. It takes a while. Yeah. Definitely. And then, um, I, you know, sometimes, as soon as you get to a good place where you are finally happy, you see, doors do open. So, mm-hmm. it does happen. Yeah. No, as absolutely. soon as I stopped caring and, mm-hmm. you know. I agree. Yeah. Um, the next one is, do help them achieve their goals. Support them, yeah. encourage them, push them to get where, they, with, you know, where they want. Mm-hmm. The best way to achieve anything is... Having at least one person know you can. Supporting yeah. them. Yeah. Having their back. I mean, Chris knows, and sometimes he takes advantage, whenever he needs something, whatever it is, I do it. I take care of it. 
And that's not always the best thing because now he's learned to just rely on me completely. Right. To the point where some of the things he can't, he just can't do on his own. And I'm like, oops, I ruined you in that aspect. Um, but, you know, I don't mind doing it. I love him and I would, I, I would do it for any of my closest friends or family. I'm just, you know, you need something, I'm usually, I'll be there for you. I'll do it. So... But Chris sometimes expects me to just drop everything and do whatever it is. And sometimes I feel taken advantage of. So we've argued over that. But for the most part, you know, he knows that I would do anything for him. That's great. That's great. I know Sean's pretty... I will say the opposite with Sean. Like, Sean's very... I support him, but he want to support me more and my mm-hmm. goals and my dreams because he feels like I already got what everything that I've ever wanted but he's like I want he's like I want more for you and I think you I, he goes I know deep down inside you want more for yourself right so he's been very supportive with that and you know there was a time you know that I thought like maybe this is all that life is and this is what it is mm-hmm. and maybe there's nothing else and maybe I'll just always be a nanny for the rest of my life but Sean goes, take this opportunity while we're in quarantine and mm-hmm. use it and get creative, which is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and see what comes of it. And right. if it's, and you know, if it's just for fun, it's just for fun. I, he goes, I will always support you. You know, as soon as I put this podcast out there on Facebook, he shared it with everybody. So right. I was happy about that. Yeah. You know, and his, fa- I know a few of his family members have listened. So, hey guys. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it, He's been, I will say, he's very good with that. He's, I might not be as supportive to him, but he's extremely supportive with me. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's, that's a big thumbs up in my book. Like, yeah. big to do, because I never had that before. Right. You know, in a relationship, I never had that support before. So, that was really big. Um, so, the next one that someone sent me was, don't try and change them changing somebody that's you know maybe there are things about them you can improve um to make you happy but don't really try and turn them into someone that they aren't because at the end of the day you're gonna they're gonna be unhappy right which in turns will make you unhappy. i definitely learned that early on with chris yeah because both of us are incredibly stubborn um you really can't go like set out and be like i'm gonna make this person this way Right. When eventually, if you stay together long enough, you're going to change together. Mm-hmm. Because we definitely have changed together. Mm-hmm. And, like, we joke, like, oh, I, you know, I made you a better person. Or he'll be like, you know, you wouldn't be that way if it wasn't for me. And it's 100% true. Right. You know, we are both better people because we are together. He is definitely my complete opposite, without a doubt. He is my polar opposite. Mm-hmm. I will agree with that. You guys are definitely, but they say opposites attract. Right, exactly. But it, a lot of times it doesn't actually work out, but he is my total opposite. And we, I almost said something super cheesy. <laughs> I was going to say, we complete each other. Aww. But it's true that I am super, like, headstrong and controlling and need things done and blah, blah, blah. And he 
almost is so carefree and has never been stressed about a thing in his life. Meanwhile, I'm always like a ball of tension <laughs> and anxiety. And he really helped me like move, work through my anxiety. Right. Because he really taught me how to be in the moment and rational and put things in a different perspective that I never really thought about before. So he definitely keeps me grounded. Absolutely. That's really, and that's big. Um, I've never, from day one, I have never changed Dirt. Dirt is who he is, and he's yeah. always going to be that person. Yeah. He's stubborn. He's, he's, I mean, I will say this. If anyone's changed in this relationship for the better, it's going to be me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, I feel like I've changed a lot, and I've grown since I've met you guys, and since I've met Dirt yeah. and all that. I think that, and that's important. You need to evolve, and you need to change, and you need to grow. But... Personality-wise, I've always had the same personality. I've right. always been obnoxious and crazy <laughs> and done, you know, silly things. But I've never changed Sean. And he has, and he said, he even said, the one thing I need you to be honest with me about is, are you crazy? And I said, <laughs> what kind of crazy? I was like, have I been certifiable? No. But I'm like, <laughs> I will tell you this. I guess I have done crazy shit in my time. And I've done a lot of stupid things and a lot of silly things. But I will be 100% honest with you. No, I'm not certifiably crazy, but I have done crazy things. And yes, I am crazy, but in in a good way, not in a yeah. bad way. But and he goes, I will never change that about you. You'll, I would, I want you to always to remain the same. So, but um, yeah, I really, you know, I will say that. It's important. I, you know, I found Sean for who he is and what he is, and I fell in love with him the way he was and the way right. he is. So, um, the next one is: Do build relationships with their families? Oh, yeah, yeah. His you brother's do. my best friend. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and you know, I like and I love Ryan. You know, he's great. Yeah. And it says it's important to have relationships with their families, even the ones you don't like. And don't ever make them choose between you and them. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I mean, grow, again, I grew up with him, so I also grew up with his brothers. So, and half the reason why, and if you ask the other sister-in-laws too, mm-hmm. we, besides falling in love with our husbands, we also fell in love with that family. And it is a crazy-ass family. But they are, there's something about them that just makes you want to be a part of it, you know? And, right. you know, they, like, they are crazy. They are a crazy bunch. <laughs> Everyone's got their quirks. But I don't even even, I don't even know what it is. But there's something about them that just draws you in and makes you want to be around them. And they're just so much fun. And we all did grow up together. Even my other two sister-in-laws, they were also you know, Chris's brother's high school sweethearts. So we've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we are very close. And it's nice how That's close good. we are. That's good. Yeah. That's important. Um, let's do two more and then we'll call it a night. Okay. Um, so someone wrote, don't be sneaky and look for something. Yeah. <laughs> don't look through their phone or their computer. You're going to find something that you don't like. Yeah. Agreed. 
Yeah. I learned my lesson with that. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. But, yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, I have to agree, too. Because you're definitely going you're definitely to... Gonna you're going to find something that you don't like. And that's going to cause tension. Right. And an issue I in mean, your relationship. And some may and argue... he's going to get pissed also. Like, he feels like he can't trust you either. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, like, we both went through each other's phones. And, like, he knows, like... Sometimes we still, not that we go looking for stuff, but, like, we're on each other's phones. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm careful as to what I go into because, yeah, no. And some people could argue that, like, well, there shouldn't be anything on each other's phones. And for the most part, there, you know, there isn't. But there could be something that's construed as something else. And, you know, you just don't want to go down that road. You know, you know, you know. Sometimes a friendly conversation is just yeah. a friendly conversation. It's really not that deep. Is right. That's what I always say. He also knows that a lot of I have, you know, very few close girlfriends compared to the number of close guy friends I have, and that's just always how it's been. Right. Um, and some of his close guy friends are also my best friends, so. You know, we talk all the time, and I reach out to some of them, like Rick and Ryan and mm-hmm. Adam, to about my relationship with Chris, and they talk to me about their relationship. So it's just what it is. But we respect each other enough to, yeah, not, not go looking. Well, yeah, which is good. It's important. Yeah. You know, you also it's like I said before, you don't want to lose he, you know, if he ever finds out that you went through the phone and you were looking through his stuff or you, whatever, he's mm-hmm. gonna like lose trust. Chris wouldn't care. See, Sean <laughs> doesn't like that. Sean's not like that. Chris Sean's like, care. I can't trust you. No, Chris wouldn't care. Like, wouldn't I, care. why are you going through my phone? Like, you, sh- you need to trust me. You need to have me at my work. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny? Chris thinks it's funny if I like get jealous or something like that. He thinks it's funny. Nice. Because he knows. Because I am, like, I'm not, like, super jealous person, but certain things bother me because I know how girls are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the things, like, why he was, like, you're definitely the girl for me is because he was, like, I know you would probably jump over a table and beat someone. Beat this shit out beat, of somebody. Beat someone up for, oh, because of me. And I'm, like, yeah, probably would. You know, there and you he does, he find, he thinks that's hilarious, and he loves it, and yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do our last one. This one's a good one. Do you tell them you love them every single day. Yes. Don't let a day go by without saying those three little words. We say I love you to each other every time we get off the phone. I don't do that. He when we first started dating, and I like we. We're dating, and then okay. we told each other that we loved each other, blah, blah. And I would say it, and he wouldn't at first, like, all the time. And he said to me, like, why did, like, do I have to say it all the time? And I said, I think part of it is because I lost my best friend in high school, and you just never know the last time you're going to say it to right. a person. And so if you love somebody, whether you love them romantically or you love them as a friend, or yeah. you just say it. You right. say it, because why not? You say it. If you love them, you say it. And so, yeah. So, literally, every time, even if it's just, like, really, really fast, we have a two-second conversation. It's, all right, bye, I love you. No, I don't, I don't do that with, like, I don't do that with Sean. Like, I don't, 
like every single time I speak to him, I don't tell him I love him. I just tell him I love him like once a day, like in the morning, like love yeah. you, have a good day. Right. Like that's really what it is. We say it on the phone every single time. But mostly. I do let him know every day. And then the morning, and uh, at night, when we say and good there was in the morning. One time he had said to me. You don't even need necessarily need to tell me every day. You should just know, and I should just know. But that's how he was raised. That's yeah. It's different. Yeah. Where I, but my, you know what's so funny? I told Sean. I was like, I used to tell my ex husband that I loved him every single day, every single time. I used to hang up the phone with him, and it didn't work out. And then, did he really like? Did he really mean it all those right. times? Yeah, yeah. You know, you question it, and then going into this relationship where he's only saying it. Not as frequently, mm-hmm. and it's only not that it's rare, but it's you know it's once a day. It's not right. consistent, you know. It's not all consistently the all the time. And he's like, "You should just know. You 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 have yeah. to know. You know, actions speak louder than words." Liz, a hundred percent, right? Definitely, I agree. But it's just something that Chris and I have fallen into. Same as both of us yelling back and forth to each other, babe. Babe, babe. I do the same thing. Babe. You know, that's just, we don't actually ever call each other. Well, I call him Chris, like when I'm mad usually. But he, I couldn't tell you the last time he called me Andrea. Couldn't tell you. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Sean calls me, as Sean says. When he says Andrea, it's weird. Titties or Tootsie. (laughs) And then, like you said, like. When he means business and he needs me to do something, yeah. like right in that moment, yeah. it's Liz, Liz, get your butt down Liz. here. Liz, Liz, yeah, hear Liz, Liz, Liz. And I'll either say dirt now, a dirt. Yeah. Sean, I need toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why are you bothering me, woman? Babe. Yeah. And yeah. it's, we say it in that exact tone, like to each other. Babe. And it's, I'm sure it's annoying. <laughs> but we I do don't it. say babe. I say babe, but I say more or less poopy. <laughs> Can you bring me something? I don't know, even know when that started, to be honest. Oh, wait, I think I just heard him. Yep, Here I just heard go. him say babe. Babe. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to end on that note. So thank you all for listening to tonight's podcast. We hope you enjoy it. And we will definitely... Talk to you guys next week. Have another great week in quarantine. Yes. <laughs> and we will talk uh, very, very soon. All right. Have a great night, guys. Good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Long Island Ladies Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.